Hi there, it's Cindy Novotny, and welcome to my podcast on My Secrets to Stamina. What I talk about on every one of these with all the unbelievable people I interview is what defines balance. Who are you really? Well, I will be sharing with you how I live the life I want to live. I am, first and foremost, the radical mentor. I am the one that's going to help you live without balance and love it every single step of the day. I'm the one that is going to help you feel good about enjoying life. And today, I am going to talk to you about my ability to self-care. I'm going to share with you how I keep it all going. I literally travel about 50 out of 52 weeks a year, and that's no kidding. Now, during the entire pandemic, obviously I wasn't doing that, but I'm back at it. And I'm back at it so much that just in two days, I leave for a month without even coming home. I have hit the ground running and I am putting everything back into place that I have always done to take care of myself. But with a little bit of humor, I'm going to tell you that I think self-care starts with loving yourself. I mean, it is pretty funny, but you can ask everyone around me, my husband, my parents, my daughter, everyone I work with. I can look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I think that's so cute. Where if people really love me will go, "Mm, not so much. I mean, you might want to change that top. And wow, those jeans are a little tight. But I actually, I feel good about myself. I look in the mirror and I'm ready to rock and roll. I think that is the number one step in self-care. Too many people are trying to be something they're not. Too many people are trying to be that person they were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Well, guess what? Aging is a beautiful thing because the other side of not aging is, well, I think you know what that is. And who wants that? I want to live my life to the fullest because the only thing I have going is everything that puts a smile on my face. And I love it every single day. So today I'm going to chat with you about how I take care of myself, what my routine is, and I do make time for self-care. If you heard my last podcast, I talked about time management. Now, I don't have rituals, by the way, that take hours up in the bathroom and, you know, soaking in tubs for hours. No, I don't have rituals like that. What I do is I know what I need and when I need it. So because I travel so much, let's start with that. I think that would be the easiest place to start. So what do I bring with my, you know, self on a plane? Whether it's a two-hour flight, a 12-hour flight, a five-hour flight, I always bring the same things. I carry them in my carry-on bag, which by the way is a bit large, but it still fits in the seat in front of me, right? Under the seat in front of me. I always carry water. Now, I don't even like water that much, but I actually carry water because I know I have to drink a little bit more hydrate. I have eye masks. So on my long-haul flights, I do wear my own kind of satin eye mask. It helps with the puffiness. I always put eye cream on, and I do that even on a two-hour flight. I'm always putting eye cream, lip balm, hand cream, and I always have Advil with me. Why? Because I do get headaches, and usually it's people around me that are giving me the headaches. And so sometimes I just need to have an Advil to calm myself down. It's better than some of the things that you could take. I always have a pashmina with me and I love it and it I don't care how hot it is how cold it is I always have a pashmina 
I always have popcorn. I love popcorn. And I always find it's not really that fattening. I mean, I do have kind of the smart popcorn. I always have a protein bar because I'm scared to death. I might starve to death if we're stranded. I always have my iPad and my headset because I'm going to watch all the movies that I never get to watch at home. I'm going to read my books that I have downloaded on Kindle and I'm going to enjoy myself and take that time not to be a crazed executive working myself to death because this is a time for me and that self-care. Now on my international flights, I think it's important that you know I don't get jet lag and you can ask anybody that knows me. I have gotten this down to a science. Now, I know people that can't even fly from L.A. to New York without jet lag. And they'll tell you, oh, I'm just, you have such jet lag. I'll say, oh, my gosh, where'd you fly in from, Thailand? No, L.A. I'm like, it's only New York City. How could you have jet lag from L.A.? I mean, that's just utterly ridiculous. That means you are not taking care of yourself, which I do a very good job. So the minute I get on the plane... I change my watch, and I still love my watch, and I wear a watch, all right, to the time zone that I'm going to immediately. Now, if I get on a plane in L.A. and I'm going where it's evening time, I've switched it. I get on the plane. I have my meal, whether it's going to be dinner or lunch or breakfast, whatever they're serving, because they're going to serve a meal as after the first hour and a half on that flight, and I'm going to have that meal, and I'm definitely going to watch a movie. And I then am going to put that eye mask on and I'm going to take two Tylenol PM. I am going to take a long nap. I sometimes sleep on a 12-hour flight, eight hours. No exaggeration. Now, I take Tylenol PM. I'm not a doctor, so don't use this. It's my little way I'm going to tell you. I am not in charge of your destiny when it comes to medical. But I can't like that melatonin and all that natural stuff that does nothing for me. I take it and I'm like, when, when are you supposed to get sleepy? Okay? doesn't work. Secondly, I can't take a sleeping pill. Because a sleeping pill, then I am groggy. For me, this works. Now, I have some of my good friends that think Tylenol PM makes them groggier than if they took a gazillion prescription pills. But for me, it works. Now, I would love to tell you that I don't drink any alcohol on a plane, but mm, that would not be very authentic. So I know that you get very dehydrated and alcohol dehydrates you and coffee dehydrates you and the only thing you should do is drink water. Well, again... I like to take care of myself, and taking care of myself means that I need to have a nice cocktail or glass of wine or champagne with my dinner. Come on, especially if I got upgraded. I am not going to waste that upgrade on, oh, I'll just have a water? No, no. I'm going to go with all the bubbly and the pre-meal cocktail with my little warm nuts that they're starting to serve again, and I'm going to enjoy life the way it was meant to be lived. And it works, okay? Now, I always wear support socks on these long-haul flights. I don't wear them on my flights domestically, but I always wear them. And I keep my legs up as much as possible. And I do that because it is very common to get swollen legs and blood clots. And I find that when I get off the plane and I pull those off, 
I'm one of the few people that do not have those puffy, swollen ankles. And then all my friends that I've traveled with that drank water and had little fruit slices, their legs are blowing up like an elephant. And I'm sitting there like, wow, you should have had a couple jacks because it's actually working a lot better for me. And they just kind of smile. So I do what I need to do on those long haul flights to take care of myself. And believe me, when I land, I'm awake, no headache, not stressed, ready to go, and I get to see all the monuments every single time. Couple other things. I never, ever take a nap when I get there. So if I land at 9 in the morning, 11 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, I go with their time zone. Now, when I fly to the Middle East, sometimes I land at midnight, all right? I love that because I've taken a little nap. You know, people do nap during the day. So I've taken a little nap on the plane. When I get to the Middle East, I just go right to bed. 2 Tylenol PM, bam, Eight hours, I'm up and ready to rock and roll. But when I land on an international flight, morning, afternoon, no naps. I get there, I have coffee, I have breakfast, I have lunch, whatever. Meals are very important. As you can tell, that's a big part of my self-care. I literally go with the flow. I go out shopping. I see the sights. I do whatever I've got to do to keep myself like in the moment because I'm enjoying the fact that I'm seeing parts of the world that no one else is going to have the ability to see unless they've got a ton of money and can fly everywhere. So I'm going to really take advantage of this. And then I go to bed. Now, on that those days, that first night, I will tell you I go to bed a little earlier, like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Usually, I go to bed about 11, but on those nights, I will go to bed at 10 o'clock. On my first two or three nights on an international trip, I do take two Tylenol PM, and I sleep the whole night through. So whatever helps you sleep the whole night through is the key. You cannot toss and turn because I have to get up, by the way, and go to work that very next day. So vitally important. Now, what you really need to know is how I make the hotel room my home. I unpack even on a two-day trip. Even if, let's say, I'm going to be gone for two weeks, but I'm going to be in one city for two days, another city for three days, another city for two days, I unpack. I hang everything up. I hate ironing, so I like to get everything hung up. I want it to be feeling like I'm in where I live. I always, I have a scented little candle in a tin that makes me really feel good because it smells like home. I play my music. I connect to whatever, you know, they have where I can play my Spotify on, on their internet, on the, on the television. And all of a sudden, it feels like me. Now, over the course of many years, I've had to share rooms with some of our colleagues simply because you do have to double up occasionally. And there's been those moments where there is no choice. Hotels are sold out and you're doubling up. So many of my colleagues have to sleep with the room pitch black. I sleep with the windows all open to wake up to sunlight. I believe strongly that the reason I have all the energy I have is that the sun greets me in the morning. Now, people that don't like that absolutely go crazy because the sun literally says to me, welcome to another day. This is the time for you to get up and smile. Now, you know, in certain places, the sun might come up a little earlier than you want to get up. But I try to get up the same time every day, even on the weekends. Now, I will be completely, completely honest. I do occasionally want to sleep in on a weekend, but that doesn't often happen. Because even when I try to sleep in 
All of a sudden, it's 6 o'clock. I'm looking at my phone to say, oh, it's 6 o'clock. I should get up. Now, I might toss and turn a little bit, stay in my pajamas, have some coffee. But the sun awakens my spirit. The sun enlivens my senses. It literally creates almost like a message that the world's still here, everything's okay, and you're going to get ready to rock and roll. And that is unbelievable for me. Now, having all my things out in my room helped me organize myself. So I'm not digging through suitcases. I cannot stand when you open the suitcase on the floor of a hotel room. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't want my suitcase on the floor. I do stay in nice hotels, but then I stay in some kind of maybe marginal once in a while. And, you know, there are little things that might crawl along the floor. I don't want them in my suitcase. So I empty everything out. I close my suitcase. I stand it up. I don't put things in drawers, but I get lots of hangers, okay? I do take the luggage rack and I use it like a little stand and lay out some of my clothes so they're flat. I've used the ironing board as a nice place to lay out my clothes. I can definitely take a shower and steam out anything. With almost anything I have, I hate ironing, as I mentioned. Organization means that when I get up and I'm ready to go to work, I'm not digging and pulling out and throwing things to the side, and it absolutely helps. Now, I've mentioned that I don't take naps on a flight, but I want you to know that I believe sleep is one of the most important things that I did not do well when I was younger. When I was younger, I actually bragged about I only needed five or six hours a night. And you can even ask my parents. When I was younger, in school, living at home, I would literally stay up with my dad watching old movies until sometimes one or two o'clock in the morning and then go to bed. I would sometimes have snacks with him. And, you know, one o'clock in the morning and you're having like pastrami, okay? Or like, you know, kippered herring on saltines. Like, I am not telling you anything that isn't the truth. And that, I would brag about it. It's so great. I don't need that much sleep. I have so much energy. Well, I read one day that, you know, people that try to lose weight, if they don't get good sleep, they actually can't lose as much weight. Well, that's all it did for me. I'm like, wow, I don't have to go on a diet. I'll just sleep my way to skinny. And all of a sudden, I really jumped into my seven to eight hours. It was unbelievable. I'm sleeping my way to skinny. It was perfect. And so now I do get a solid, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's eight or nine, right? Probably never, 10, very rarely. But it has helped me. I can tell my skin feels better. I don't have the puffy eyes. I don't wake up so stiff. I wake up like I'm ready to rock and roll. And I really believe if you're younger listening to to this, I love to go out and party too. I love just because, you know, I'm getting older in my life doesn't mean that I can't rock it till two or three in the morning. But I only do that on the days that I know I can sleep until 10. And then I do sleep until 10. Now, another thing about self-care is that prior to COVID, I got massages almost every single week, okay? It was a luxury that I really find helps me a great deal. Now, during COVID, we were all on some COVID budgets, so kind of that got put on pause. But, you know, the more I keep working and the more people say, oh, could I could I give you a massage or comp you a massage while you're here? I'm like, yes, thank you very much. I used to say, oh, no, no problem. And now I'm just, yes, for sure, I will take that massage. But... I know now how to do self-care on the budget. Like the word budget, the fact that I'm saying the word budget blows my mind. But I learned I can do this. 
I learned that I can actually take care of myself, soften my skin, do masks on my face, masks on my hair in the privacy of my own bathroom. And by the way, I've noticed that I actually like some of it better than when I went and had it done. Now, I can't give myself a massage. And uh, not to share too much information, but my husband is so not about that. I'll sometimes say, could you give me a massage? He's like, okay, here's some money. Just go to the spa. I don't even, can't even do it. Foot massage? No, thank you. He's not into that. Never was. And that's okay. It's just who he is. So I do get the manicures now. I do get the pedicures. That's enough to make you feel really good. The massaging of the leg. I do try to rejuvenate myself in different ways. I used to be a makeup fanatic. On the road, I would go to makeup counters and they would do my makeup and I bought it all. Now, the only good thing that might have come out of COVID, and it's not really that good, is that they can't do makeovers at the counters right now. So like, I don't even want to go buy anything new because if they're not going to put that on and make me look so cute, then I won't be able to do it anyway. So I've learned that I can stick with all the beauty that I have. I can work with the same makeup that I've had and make it work. Now let's go to dieting. It's very important and so great, the health and benefit of losing weight. I'm very proud of the fact that throughout all of COVID, I didn't lose a pound and I didn't gain a pound. Okay, I stayed exactly the same. Now, prior to COVID, I probably needed to lose 20 pounds. I still need to lose 20 pounds, but I think it's phenomenal because I weighed every single day during COVID and never gained a pound. I wore the same pants, the same clothes, everything went great. I walked a little bit more than I've walked because I was home and there was nowhere to go. I do count my steps. So the other day, because I do have a Fitbit, but you know, that becomes, I think, phony baloney because a friend of mine with a Fitbit, she, I, we walked the same place the whole time. I had my phone in my back pocket. I got 8,000 steps and she had 12 on her Fitbit. I go, right. That's because your arm swung more than mine. Okay. The Fitbit, you know, that arm up and down, one step, one step, one step, where mine is really my hip moving with that phone in my pocket. But I do try to log and I do. I get the little confetti and it says, way to go, you walk 10,000 steps. That is the only thing I can do for exercise. I do lift a lot of weight just with suitcases, computer bags. I really do have some good upper body strength, but the lifting of the weights is something I'm adding on. You know, and I actually have a gym in my home. I have no reason not to work out and not to lift weights. That's where, if you've heard me talk about time management, I just never made the time for it because it actually wasn't as important for me. But the walking has definitely helped. It helps with my breathing. It helps with everything that I'm doing on a regular basis to feel better. So I know that I too, like you, am a busy person. I do though enjoy my downtime. I really do spend me time. I don't read except when I'm on planes. I look at magazines, but I don't read. When I'm on planes, I can read and read and read. I find that I can't sit down in a chair at home and just sit in the corner and read, but I can take a walk by myself and I like to take a walk by myself and it does calm me down. Prior to COVID, I would take the month of August off and I would go to our cottage in Northern Michigan and I could sit on my porch you know, at Lake Michigan, and I could sit there for hours. And I could walk on the pier every day, walk on the white sand, and that was the most rejuvenating thing. 
this August, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm having to work. I'm going to be traveling. We're having to make up for all the lost time and lost business that happened during COVID. But I will indulge in the month of August eating ice cream every day because that's what I do in August. Now, remember, I can't gain any weight. I'm not losing when I'm eating ice cream, but it is my tiny little bit of indulgence. I love a good ice cream cone. I mean, who doesn't? The other thing is that I have a very dynamic family. I have uh, elderly parents that I absolutely adore and I'm completely connected to and they, they're at our cottage in, in Michigan and I spend as much time as I can. I live every moment every moment knowing I have to spend every waking minute making sure they're happy, making sure they're enjoying their life. You know, I have a sister that has a very complex life and I'm always trying to help her. Uh, My daughter who works so hard and, you know, her husband who is working so hard, I give them as much possible support as I can, seeing them whenever I can. And then all my, my colleagues, everyone I work with, they all have different needs. Their kids are doing this or that and we're all so busy. And we all took such a huge hit during COVID, financially, psychologically, and we are all having to, to support. And that, to me, is also part of my self-care. My friends, I give so much to my friends emotionally. I can't see them. I might not be with them, but I return their calls. I remember them on special occasions. And that's self-care to me because I love being able to help other people. I love being able to do things. Now, during COVID, I helped more people than you can imagine. And there was no charging for this. I received so many gifts from flowers to pashminas to candles to candy to all kinds of goodies that people sent to me thanking me. That was the best self-care I could get. Opening a box from somebody saying, wow, everything you did for me to help me over this hurdle, to help me find a job, to help me be better than I was before, to just help me with my LinkedIn profile, that brought the best feeling to my heart. So I think self-care is different for every single person, but it doesn't have to be a weekly yoga routine, a going to the gym every two days. It doesn't have to be meditating. Those are all great things. And believe me, I wish I was that person. You know, I have tried that. I've joined every gym, you know, and I go for a little bit. I've been on Weight Watchers 47 times. And then I hear people, oh, I just lost a lot on Weight Watchers. Then immediately I update my app and I go on to the points. And then I realize that, wow, my Jack just took away my whole dinner. So then I change that. I'm like, oh, I can't have a Jack Daniels on the rocks and have my steak. I don't know. I'm going to have to back off on that. So I do give all of it a good try. But for me, it is simply celebrating every single day. I mean, my husband will tell you that I'm one of the few people he knows that while I'm having breakfast, I'm talking about what I'm going to have for lunch. And while I'm having lunch, I'm saying, where are we going to go for dinner? He always has thought that was hysterical. And I said, I know, but that's kind of like what makes me happy. So one of the things I can't do is have a salad for dinner. Now, How many people, millions of people have salads for dinner? And we're talking even salad with protein. It's the most normal thing in the world. Okay, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can have it for lunch. I can have it like like on a Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock for like a late lunch. I can't do it. You see, to me, 
The best part of self-care is my celebration that I made it through this day. I made it through another day. And my self-care is sitting down to a dinner, having a drink or a glass of wine, saying cheers, and getting ready for the next day. It is the biggest celebration for my self-care that I can do. And that's what I want you to think about. Don't make yourself crazy because you're not doing what your best friend's doing, what your neighbors are doing. Don't make yourself nuts about this. Just decide what makes you happier and do that. Do that. Your neighbor's going to be skinnier, taller. There's always going to be somebody richer, blonder, cuter, taller, skinnier. Every time I turn around, I'm like, wow, how do you get that hair? I mean, I was on the call with somebody just recently. Their hair is like this beautiful hair. I'm like, are those extensions or is that really you? I mean, she couldn't believe I asked it. I was serious because I was ready to run out and get the extensions. It doesn't matter. What matters is what makes you happy. So when you take a look at the word self-care, turn it around because you must first care for yourself. So thanks so much. I can't wait to see you on our next podcast. You're going to be hearing from me and several other great people that I'm going to interview. And I thank you for continuing to follow me. It's a pleasure that I can share my thoughts and ideas and I will talk to you next time.